Yes, you are, you lucky devil, you. That's right, because you want a combination of news and entertainment with lots of sound effects, and Andrew has lots of flatulence to play as well. It's a John Curley, Sherry Elliker show. Here comes Sherry. Oh, little girl. Something pretty. Something you wear to go to the city. Dim all the lights. Dim them, Sherry. Okay. I'm getting ready to go in the city. to get ready for for the love of news, that's what you're getting ready for. Dive again! Oh, yes! Yes! What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. Tell me what's happening. What's that buzz, Sherry? Lots of news to get to. Oh, God. My blood pressure under control. Here we go. By the way, it is National Yodeling Day. Uh, congratulations to everybody out there that can yodel. I don't think I ever practiced yodeling, but uh, apparently a lot of people do it. Yeah, a little bit of yodeling. Let's see. Uh, many people who aren't folk singers, accomplished yodelers. So here we go. You ready? Here we go. Mm-hmm. It's my computer. Should be playing yodeling. Mockingbirds are singing. This is true. It's always weird how people cheer certain things because they know that they can't do them, so they woo! Yeah, it is. It's pretty impressive. Like a guitar lick or something. <laughs> yeah. Why did you want to do this? Do you, you know how to yodel? Is that what you're just trying to make the no, news all I about had, you? I had no part in this. Um, I just asked uh, Joe when he presented this story. I said, are we now going to yodel? And he said, I think I remember one time the yodel. It's like uh, I don't know where it's from. Norway, Sweden, what is it? And they would. It's like a, a now. It's a way of communicating across a great, you know, I don't know, distance to the other sheep herder or something. Is that what it was? Sort of, yes. So um, it, it started back in 1545, and uh-huh. it was a Scandinavian thing, and it was a sort of a form of singing, and oh. it was popularized. Pop. Popular, popular, <laughs> <laughs> made popular by the yes, uh, yes. shepherds in Scandinavia, and this is um, this is Happy National Yodel for Your Neighbor's Day. So what they're suggesting is that you walk through your neighborhood and you start to yodel and you encourage your neighbors to yodel along. Don't you ever do that? Don't you ever do that? <laughs> I tell you, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't not, do it. I'm not. You want us some real news? Should we do some real news? Because this you guy guys says- suck. Okay, we're getting to real news. Sorry. Here we go. Uh, SPD, that's the Seattle Police Department, in case you haven't heard that in a while. They said they had a joint uh, law enforcement task force raided two Capitol Hill gay bars to issue citations over bartenders' dress code violation. Apparently, they had exposed nipples. And someone was wearing a jockstrap. Okay. They're still and, waiting to find out if charges are going to be filed or if there's some sort of violation for the for the jockstrap. Um, mm. But, yeah, they kind of raided a bunch of places that night. And then the, the two places that 
that they actually found something, I guess, were both gay bars. Um, yeah. And so they might be cited for this. They, they might not be. There was no liquor violation. There was nothing uh, of violence, nothing like that. It was just these two violations. So um, they're saying that this is targeted, maybe. Oh, please. Um, and the, there's an organization called Strippers Are Workers, mm-hmm. and they've drafted a bill of rights um, okay. yeah. for people that are in that industry, uh, so they'll have certain protections. Okay, okay. I, I guess it's a health code violation if someone has got their butt hanging out and they're making drinks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why nipples would be a problem on this. So it's not the Seattle Police Department. It's Seattle Police Department. I'm sure when they go in, it's probably uh, the liquor, liquor Control Board. Liquor Control Board wants the cops come in with them when they're going to do one of these raids. I'm just assuming that's why they do a task force sort of thing. The cops probably have a million other things other to do other than go in there and catch somebody in a jock strap. But there are probably health violations. There are probably rules in order. And if you're violating those things, you have it. You're not... They're not going after you intentionally because you're gay. Believe me, the city will bend over backwards for just about anybody if you're in the, you know, considered in the minority class. So they're not getting them. People like to go there to the bartender because the bartender is wearing a jock strap. I don't know. I mean, eh, eh. Uh, it, it may, it may not even been a it may not even have been a, a worker. It could have been just a patron because before they were told, you know, you can't have people walking around in these jock straps. Um, and so they have a very strict dress code now. Uh-huh. So I don't oh. know how this one got through or. Uh, it, uh. <laughs> there goes my more weekend plans. Tip somebody with a, in a jock strap more than uh, somebody not wearing a jock strap, Sherry? I would. I'll be down there. Yeah. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> All right. It depends. It's that, that is completely subjective. Depends on lots of things. Hey, can I ask a formatic question since we're yes. not on the air? Do you like mm-hmm. the ticker tape running under all of our news stories? I don't know. I'm just trying to think of, you know, do something. That, I'm stealing that from KYW. Okay. News Radio 1060. They don't do it anymore. But for the longest time, they did that because when people would tune around, they're like, ooh, where's that news radio station? So, But people think, this. you know what our audience thinks it is? They think it's you sucking from a bong. They think that's, listen for a second. I think people find that annoying. Yeah. You hear okay. it all the time. All right. All right. Okay. Fine. There we go. No more ticker tape. No more ticker tape. How about this, Sure. You'd be happier with this? This in the background the whole time? Yeah, I like that. House Bill 2485 uh, is saying, hey, let's put speed cameras in Washington highways in hopes to curb the number of crashes. Um, and this is, I guess, they're trying to stop the fact that we've had so many more people die last year than in previous years. More people are dying on Washington State roads. Data from Washington State Patrol shows nearly 700 people died in car crashes in 2023. That's more than any year in the last decade. King Pierce and Thurston counties also had a morbid record-setting year in 2023 for deadly crashes. We can't dismiss what's happening on our highways, and that is an ever-increasing trend of more fatalities. Representative Andrew Barkas is one of the sponsors of House Bill 2485. His bill looks to add two to three speed trap cameras to Washington State highways to test out what it would look like in full practice. Exactly where the cams would go and how they would work 
still needs to be discussed. It's kind of uh, terrorizing. Kate Atwell tells me she has a lot of questions for a law like this. Yeah, when do they draw the line? Is there kind of warnings or is it, um, you know, does it affect your insurance? Barkas says he envisions the penalties being the same as if you would have been pulled over for speeding, which, depending on how fast you're going, could cost upward of $150. I think it might be a good idea in a way because... Um, you might have less road rage, uh, I think, which is a real problem here. Vicki Hannanell tells me safety needs to be a top priority on the roads, something she says she's not seeing right now. She tells me if the law passes, it's a simple fix to deal with it. I think I'd watch my speed. Sure. Reporting in Seattle, A.J. Janivel, Fox 13 News. Okay, so let's take this apart with numbers. You ready? So... On average, from 2017 to 2020, it was about 532 fatalities on the highways in the state of Washington. And then, all of a sudden, it spikes to 450-some the year after they pass House Bill 1054, which basically says police are not allowed to pursue you. So we went from police pursuits from 2014 to 2020. These are when people decided not to pull over. Cop throws on the lights. You're speeding. How many outran or left the police? The answer is 196 a year. They passed this law, 1054, 2021. 2022, people now know, oh, when the cop throws on the lights, they don't have to stop. We went from 196 a year to 3,110 people not pulling over in one year. So now you know I don't have to pull over. Cop tells me to pull over, throw the lights on. But no, let's remember when they pass this, all cops are racist and they're pulling over disproportionately more black drivers. So how do we stop that? Well, we can stop that by passing 1054 by saying police are not, uh, can't pull you over. So then you see an increase. So right after the law goes into effect, we went from 596 fatalities on the highway to 750. I wonder what changed. Oh, let me see. Um, hmm. Oh, duh. I'll tell you what changed. <laughs> People don't have to stop because you pass the law saying police aren't allowed to stop you. So, if I'm driving down the highway and the cop throws on the lights, keep driving and drive fast. And maybe run into another car or a tree and kill yourself. 750 die after you pass the law. Prior to the law, 530 died. I wonder what changed. You morons that passed this thing, you are directly at the act, your actions directly attributed to the increase. So now it's like, ooh, how do we reduce the number of people dying on the highways? Let's see. How about you get rid of House Bill 1054 and allow police to pull people over and allow them to give tickets? And you'll see those numbers come down. You don't need to put cameras in. You don't need to do that, which is going to cost more money. And you're going to have people try to beat it as they've been beating the other cameras as well by saying, I wasn't me driving. I wasn't driving. Here's proof I wasn't driving. You can get around it. Hire a lawyer. Get you out of it. But we'll spend millions and millions and millions of dollars to put all these cameras everywhere when really you could simply fix it by 
addressing the fact that 400 and some thousand Washingtonians signed that little piece of paper that says, get rid of this pursuit law that you put in place. That's the problem. And folks in Olympia, constitutionally speaking, you're supposed to address all those initiatives first. That's what it says in the Constitution. So all six of them that everybody signed address that one. So when it comes to police pursuit, allow cops to do their jobs, allow people to be pulled over, and allow them to pursue, because if not, you're going to continue to have 750 or more people dying on the highways. That's it. I solved the problem for you. They're also pretty dangerous, by the way. When I moved to Arizona in 2008, they had them all over the freeways, and what would happen was people would try to slow down as soon as they, they'd be like, oh, ding, it's coming up, I forgot. They'd slam on their brakes, and someone would end up rear-ending them. And they ended up yep. getting rid of them after like two years, because A, nobody was paying them, and B... They're, they turned out to be more dangerous than they helped. Bing. Yeah. It's just two A and B on that one? Mm, yeah, just A and B. Okay, so just two sound effects on that one, Andrew. Bing. Bing. There you go, just two. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Seattle is... Um, just be curious. Okay, Seattle just made throwing batteries in the trash illegal due to fire hazards. So, how to dispose of them? That's right. They had yeah. eight fires at a, at transfer stations in Seattle over the mm-hmm. last couple of years, and they're saying that this is a way for people to dispose of these batteries properly so they don't create a hazard. Nationwide, there have been 245 fires, they think, started by these uh, uh, batteries. But here's the thing. If, okay, if you get caught, let's say, there's not really much they're going to do to you. So if you th- if the trash person sees batteries repeatedly, then they can put something <laughs> called an oops tag on yeah, you. And notes. that says, it says <laughs> oh, I guess you didn't know, but you got to keep your batteries someplace else. Don't throw them away. And if they see this again and again and again, then they can call the police, who will be glad to just drop everything they're doing and come out and visit the battery thrower away. So, yeah, it's... <laughs> I, I how many batteries do you have right and how's the how's the garbage man catch catch you with the batteries it's a little battery it's thrown in there and somehow they're going to link it back to you and you get after you get your oops thing i mean and how well, many fires were there eight eight but but this not only includes like lithium batteries and all these other bigger batteries or car batteries it's also your watch battery oh you can't oh. you can't throw away any batteries uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Got and that? This is going to be a law? Uh, yes. Okay. It is a law. <laughs> so what if a garbage man tries to pull you over? Are you allowed to just outrun that guy, too? Well, they might have garbage man cameras out there, so you have to be careful if you see one. because We're going to hear might... from Joey the garbage man on this and how many okay. times has something just suddenly exploded like that. So let's go. They're going to more... But, but, you know, it's weird. These guys all go to Olympia. They're there for 60 days or 100 days, depending on the biannual when it comes to the budget. But they all walk in with their, you know, uh, yes, I'd like to have a hearing regarding House Bill, whatever, whatever. Where, uh, yeah, uh, batteries setting garbage on fire. And then it was like, oh, okay. So then they discuss it and you get some witness in there. I, I was there when it caught on fire. Okay, they're pass this law. I mean, come on. No. What are you wasting people's time with that one for? To cut down on the eight fires that occur? Well, this is already passed. Oh! This this started in January. 
Oh, I feel safer Beginning already. Beginning this year, households in Seattle are banned from tossing old batteries in the trash. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're do already re- under surveillance. Do recycle. I do recycle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it, I know I don't know that it does any good. I don't have one of those. I can't stand it when you go to somebody's house and they have like the recycle bins out. You know where they've got the newspapers and the plastic bags and something like ugh, <laughs> gross, <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. Ugh. And then you go to like Whole Foods and there's like seven garbage cans there. Yes. It's like oh for you know compost and this and that. Composting. Then you see the person, the, the com- <laughs> and then you see the person like take the fork and they put the fork in and then they put the oh, yeah. plastic and then the, the napkin over here. Yeah. Bull feathers. I like John Curley. Come along with me. All right. Boy, we tore right all through that, huh? With no ticker tape. See, other stuff to get to. Let me think. Here we go. Uh, Oh, Tin Hat Tuesday. Bunch of stuff. Oh, Taylor Swift. This, This Taylor Swift thing, that this is really, that's not a real relationship. There's something secretive happening behind the scenes According to these people that know how it worked with NFL football stars, team up with pop stars, and then look out because then they start to come after you. So for you little girls out there, we're going to talk about how this whole Taylor Swift relationship is not Mom, change the station. No, too late, (laughs) sweetie. All right. This would fall under the category of... um, no, we love alliteration on the radio. Um, tin Hat Tuesday. Adjust your tin hats, everybody. Here we go. Because the man in the tin foil hat. Uh-oh. sitting on the throne tonight. Here we go. You ready? A UFC fighter. Okay. UFC fighter. Um, What's the person's name? Paige An OnlyFans model this picture. Van Sant, okay, who Joe said is a terrible fighter, um, claims that Taylor Swift and uh, Travis, their relationship is completely and absolutely fake. And I'll tell you why they think this is happening. I have a theory about the Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift situation. Like, let me give you my reason. So I was on Dancing with the Stars, right? I was back when I was 21, 22. I was living in L.A. Yeah. At the time, I had hired a publicist. That was just kind of what you did. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Everybody in L.A. has yeah. a publicist, and a publicist's job is to make you more famous, to get you in magazines, TV shows, news articles, um, whatever, what have you. They, yeah. they get you interviews, this and that. Our show. So at one point, my publicist calls me and said, hey, we got a call from this NFL player's publicist. So uh, my publicist calls me and said, hey, this NFL player is interested in doing a dinner with you. Would you ever want to go on a date with them? Yeah. And at the time, I was like 21, 22, and I was like, screw it. Whatever. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So I agree because yeah. yeah. I, I am on Dancing with the Stars. I am trying to be more... I guess, quote-unquote, famous. I'm trying to become more successful. And they they recommended that I go on the date. They they were like, all right, we'll have paparazzi standing by. So they plan where the paparazzi is going to be. They plan, we're going to get a picture of you guys doing this at dinner. Maybe you'll hold hands in this this spot. They, like, plan where you're going to do everything. Yeah. I agree to it, whatever. 
get the NFL player's number. We're texting. He plans to pick me up at my um, apartment that I'm mm-hmm. staying in. And uh, the date comes. He shows. Will she mention one more time that she was on Dancing with the Stars? Yes or no? There's one minute left. Mm, I'm going to have to say no. I say Shows no. up, calls me, calls me, calls me, and I pretended not to be home. Because <laughs> I just, just like, I, I, don't, I don't want to. The point of this being yes. why okay, this applies. Yeah, let's get to the point. Yeah, I think yeah. that the Taylor Swift, left. Travis Kelsey love story, yeah. I believe it is 100% fake. Oh. I truly believe it is publicity to the swifties are going to be after you come for me swifties Swifties you know what i have ufc fans coming for me i think i can handle the swifties (laughs) this is true yeah i which no i think there's going to be swifties who don't believe she's too good for travis kelsey Uh, that's true too yeah whatever side you fall on yeah i believe it is 100 percent fake it is publicity it is one, it's huge for the NFL. Yeah. Whether you think so or not, because yes, the NFL is big. Yeah. Taylor Swift is huge. And now she's getting an entirely different demographic to come watch the NFL. Yeah. That never was interested in it before. Okay. So this falls under the category as we have our tin hats on, which I do believe this happens. You go back to the time of the Romans, it was known as bread and circus. And it was a way of keeping the populace uh quiet and satiated and distracted you give them bread and you create things for them so they would have the gladiators would fight um you know, they would throw bread to everybody the idea is that it just keep people fed fat happy lazy distracted there's bigger things going on but the media covers this sort of stuff rather than stuff over here because you just want to give the bread and circus to the people if you provide that for them, it just makes them think that everything is okay. So you direct their attention in a particular way through TikTok, uh, social media, through mainstream media, and just say, hey, how about this? How about Taylor Swift? How about uh, Kelsey? How about this? And you just, that, that's the stuff that people focus on. They call it sports the, washing now. Yeah, right. Okay. Saudi Arabia does it, it. They're spending hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars to bring any sport possible there to take away from their, you know, murdering ju- uh, journalism headlines. Okay, ah, this is right. this is ridiculous. Taylor whoa, Swift. Whoa, hey, whoa. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, Taylor that was Swift. On Dance with the stars. Yeah. No, d- does not need <laughs> this guy. She is she is the single most successful artist in the country in the world right now she's a billionaire why would she go along with this it it, it doesn't make any sense she doesn't need to do this she doesn't need any more publicity she's on in every single newspaper or whatever every single day why is she going to bother with this she's not and here's what but okay sherry sherry get your hat on girl (laughs) <laughs> no, did your hat fall off? No, 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 and and they're all putting tying this up with political stuff. This is what Vivek uh, Ramaswamy said. Uh, who's going to win the Super Bowl next month? I wonder if there's a major presidential endorsement coming from an artificially culturally propped up couple this fall. Just some wild speculation over here. Let's see how it ages over the next eight months. Okay, let me just. Let me walk you through. Do you believe in bread and circus? Do you believe that those people that control media uh, direct people's attention to things other than what is more important? And I guess more important is a value uh, statement. But 
do you think people would rather be distracted with news like this than other things? Okay, it's it's not enough of a distraction. Yes or no? No, well, well, are, do, do, do you believe? No, do I don't believe. believe that. No, I don't you don't believe, believe that. that. You don't you don't think that. First of all, do you believe the media is independent? Do you think they no. all act independently? No, right, because you have major corporations that own the newspapers, the televisions, the media. Disney owns all these various outlets to get you to watch certain things. It doesn't hurt Taylor Swift at all, in one bit at all, to be dating, quote-unquote, somebody. I don't know how often they see one another. She's constantly on the road. He's constantly on the road, whatever is considered a date. It doesn't hurt Taylor Swift to associate herself with the NFL, the NFL, and the networks that make billions of dollars off the thing. They know they're increasing the value of their product because young people, young women, are now more interested in watching, right? So the question is... Is it possible that Taylor Swift could be also benefiting financially from this relationship and the NFL and all the other sponsors that go with it, right? She is a very, very focused young young woman who really knows what she wants and knows how to monetize the power of Taylor Swift. So I wouldn't put it past her. I'm not saying she's fooling anybody. She's not hurting anybody. But I do believe the media directs people's attention to things with the bread and circus stuff to keep the, you know, all of us, you know, plebes just quiet, fat and happy and focused on something other than real, real news that would actually mean something. For how long? I mean, how how long are you going to be obsessed with this? You're not. You're going to, oh, I'm there she obsessed. is at the game. Not you. I'm saying the, the <laughs> universal you. How long is anybody okay. going to even care about this? For for 20 minutes when they're watching the game or the next day when we see pictures of her in the, um, in the you know, thing, the booth thing. But I think she's, <laughs> first of all, Taylor Swift doesn't need any money. There's nothing in this for her. She doesn't need the money. And wh- why would she settle for, I mean, she could date anybody. I, I think it's real. I really do. I do, too. And I think it's also the, the, like, the GOP hedging their bets. So if they, if they end up losing in November, they could say, oh, well, we can blame it on Taylor Swift, or at least partially. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that, <laughs> right? would be the bo- that would be the bottom of their possibilities. Look, I, I, I think I, I, gi- I give... Taylor Swift, <laughs> and another thing. So just hold on for a minute. Um, it's, I give her all the credit in the world. I think she's uh-huh. incredibly talented and great. But if I she don't doesn't think need she... the money, Sherry. Why does she keep going and flying all around the world and doing concerts and on because stage that's her hours? thing. But I don't think she's got so much sway with the American people, with people oh. over a certain age. You really think she's going to get everybody to go out and vote? No, no, I do, no, no. And I, I'm, not, I'm taking that part of it out. I'm just saying it certainly doesn't hurt the NFL. It certainly doesn't hurt Taylor Swift for the two of them to be working together and to be, why not be dating some guy? This sort of stuff happens all the time. It used to happen all the time when big Hollywood celebrities would be teamed up and they would have the, you know, who's right. dating this person, that like, person it just adds to more, you know, just more... <laughs> Intrigue. Entertainment intrigue for people to talk about. And now that you have a consolidation of all these media outlets with all of the stuff, it's much easier for them to focus. The story from the Rolling Stone, a great, great magazine. Right-wingers say Super Bowl is rigged so Taylor Swift can endorse Biden. And they also think that the, the entire, not this this article, 
But there are people that believe this, this, this Super Bowl, again, we're talking about it as a news story, everybody, <laughs> that the news is that that game, the Super Bowl game, is as a news story that that game is rigged, that people know the outcome ahead of time. That's a whole nother tin hat. For next Tuesday. Hit it, Andrew. Please. <laughs> Jacob's oh, in there distracted. Because a man in the Get out of there, Jacob. <laughs> Who cares about your underwear? A lot of pressure for this old gal, Sherry. When's her birthday? February 4th or something like that? They're planning on having a great big party. Let's see if she can make it. Fox 8 has Birthday preparations are underway for America's oldest living person. Edith Edie Cesarelli lives in the city of Willits. That's in Mendocino County, close by. She will be turning 116 on February the 5th and will be celebrating with a drive-by parade in the city on the 4th. Of February. The community says that her birthdays have become a tradition for them for the last couple of years. Cesarelli is the second oldest person in the world. The current record holder, 116 years old. She lives in Spain, but she was born in San Francisco. Oh, okay. So she's trying to hang on, 116 years old. Um, you read all about her. The lady that lived in France for the longest time, I think 122 or something. She ate like a pound of chocolate a day or uh, no, a, a week. <laughs> drank port wine. I know, she probably smoked and stuff. And they're always trying to, what's the secret to longevity? Most of the old people that I know that I dealt with when it came to the hospice care stuff, when they were really old, they're like, I think God forgot about me. It's like, well, well oh, here's really? what she said. Everybody I know is dead. It's like, she'd uh, say, you know, this old lady would say she would ask, why am I still here? I don't understand it. And yeah. her caretaker would say, Edie, God has a plan for you. My conclusion, I just feel she's God's chosen one. Oh, okay. So she gets to be the oldest person. Then eventually somebody, she'll pass and somebody, they say that by, by 2050 or a little longer, the average lifespan, you could get at people living to 150. Ugh. Gee, yeah. <laughs> what's so wrong that's to, to, we live too long as it is whoa i i mean it's you see people and they're so it's it's so sad when you see people just warehoused and and they they aren't living anymore but they can still be alive and and there's yeah. so much there's the police i hear in the background sounds like you've got a plan for all the old people <laughs> no i feel terrible for them i i i i hope she has a a good 116 years worth of happiness but it's i think people get when they get too old and their bodies fail do you want to live like that no okay, i'm going with so my dad's idea my father's theory it's like getting the pre prepay for the gas when you go to hertz or avis we're going to prepay for that gas <clears throat> by the way the answer should always be no but in life his theory was you prepaid for the gas you want to push that car you being the car into the airport on fumes you want to leave nothing in the tank. And his thing was, anything past 78, those are all the bonus years. Go crazy after 78. Just go nuts. Triple ice cream, lots of vodka, you know, sex. Just crazy. <laughs>
Well, first of all, you have to add 10 years to that because, or maybe not 10 years, but I'd say five years because your dad, I think the life expectancy has improved a little bit since that. So you should try to do, I think, say 80 would be okay. 80, anything past 80 is the, uh, well, I'm at 962 weeks left in my life. So that gets me to 80. My bonus years, my bonus year is going to start kicking in in about two years. It's a Look little out. early. What are you going to do? That's right. Good luck with if that. I still have a contract here at Cairo. They're going to be like, uh, yeah, we uh, don't approve of some of the things you've been talking about on the radio. I'm like, oh, I'm in my bonus year. Oh, baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Nate will be down there. Nate will yeah. be down there. Always. Oh, yeah. All right. Here you go.